welcome to another edition of the Thrive Student Ministries Raw podcast. Kenzie, sometimes we just come up with random ideas to talk about, and this is one of them. Yeah, well, this week we got our idea from Miss Anna Watts, who's winking at me through the window. <laughs> <laughs> is she winking to come in, or is she winking just because she knows we're doing the podcast? I don't know. I think she thinks I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we did take our advice from Anna. Um, some of y'all know her as Miss Watts, and she is an amazing human that you should all get to know. Um, yeah. She teaches, uh, teaches, facilitates, leads, leads yes. our 12th grade, yeah. 12th grade uh, girls Bible study, um, or a small group, and she's just a godsend. If we could, like, make multiple of Miss Anna. Oh, if I could clone Miss Anna, I would do it in a heartbeat. I'd have an army of Anna. Right. Just all the time at my beck and call, just to hug me, tell me that I'm doing good, run ideas by. She's the best. And you know what's funny? I'm sitting here thinking, the topic that she gave us, I feel like sometimes she should hear her she own advice. She needs to take this lesson and <laughs> run with it. Absolutely. Definitely. What is the topic, Jeremiah? Well, the topic is something that I also need to hear multiple mm-hmm. times in my life. Um, Kenzie, it's, it's saying no. Um, and, and being okay in saying no. Mm-hmm. Because in our world, especially... We, there's so much coming at us. We feel like we have to feel accomplished in everything, in every part of our lives. Mm -hmm. That when somebody's like, Can you do this? you don't want to let them down. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so you, you just take on everything. Yeah. And so then you're sitting here and you're like, I can't get all this done, but I also can't tell everybody else I can't get this done. So I want to just take on more so that I feel more accomplished and I don't tell anybody down. And, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like our students fight that so much. You know, like, there's such high expectations, whether it's school or friend groups and social obligations or extracurriculars. I mean, having the power to say no would be liberating, I feel like, for a lot of our students out there struggling to find time and find rest. Because if you never say no to anybody... You're not going to get the peace. You're not going to get the rest because everybody wants something out of you all the time. Yeah. And that's a hard reality to come to, I think, as a middle or high schooler. But it's something that, you know, I'm still learning in my adulthood that it's okay to say no. And you're never going to please everyone, so don't kill yourself trying to get there. I want to please everyone. I know. You're an Enneagram, too, and you want everybody to love you, and that's (laughs) hunky-dory because there's plenty of twos out there. Um, and my sister's a two, so I've seen this up close and personal my whole life. And I mean, I'm not a two, but I think we all want people to appreciate us and think that we're valuable and love us. And so I think a lot of that comes from this feeling of people won't love us unless we do what they need us to. And that's not, it shouldn't be true. If it is true, you're friends with the wrong people. Yeah. I think, you know, and when... When I was in seminary, we talked a lot about Sabbath, and mm-hmm. I didn't have an opportunity to take the Sabbath class. Um, they actually had a class like for Sabbath, and my friends that took it said it was amazing mm-hmm. because it just literally allowed them to take a step back and to say no to everything else, yeah, and just to Sabbath. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I wish that we had an equivalent of Sabbath as like revered and holy as it was in the Bible. Because 
Yeah, we have Sunday, and we say that that's our Sabbath, but gracious, our Sundays are full, and they're rarely a Sabbath. We rarely get a Sabbath where we're like, we are going to stop, and we are going to rest, and we're going to recharge, because we feel like we're failing if we're not constantly moving, and if we're not constantly pushing forward, and that's exhausting, and if you don't take a stop or a pause... You can't be the best version of yourself even when you are doing those things that you enjoy, much less when you've got all of this on your plate that you don't enjoy or that drains you even more. I mean, I just feel like that's such a loss over the span of time that we've kind of lost the reverence of a true Sabbath. Yeah. Well, because you don't want to get behind. Yeah. You don't want to, you, you don't want others to get ahead of you or you yeah. don't want others to think that you're falling behind in your work. Mm-hmm. or in whatever you're trying to get accomplished. Yeah, well, and I was um, writing my paper for my class, and I was reading that the Sadducees took, like, such great respect of the Sabbath that they wouldn't even move a bowl from one place to the other. They would not do anything because they saw it as an act of disrespect of the Sabbath. And I just thought that was so interesting. I think, you know, they might have taken it a little too far. I think you can move your bowl of cereal on the Sabbath. But just interesting to see that they recognized the need for a rest. And they were willing to honor that, no matter how absurd it sounds to us in 2021. But they knew that your body and your mind and your physical, emotional, spiritual, all of that health, like, it requires you to stop and say no sometimes. So that's a great segue, Kenzie, into um, what does the Bible say? Or, I mean, I I know there's a lot of passages about Sabbath and saying no and just resting. So what is a passage that you found that kind of relates to this topic? Well, there's a lot of them out there, like you said, and there's a lot um, also just in the case of Jesus, where Jesus took a pause. And one of my favorite, I think, t-shirts that I see on Amazon is that Jesus took naps, so should yes. you, because, I mean, he took a nap on the boat, because the boy needed a nap, Look, we all need that. some naps, kids. Right, see. and so, I love that one, that's not the one that I chose today, but um, after, perhaps, one of his more famous miracles of him feeding the 5,000, it says in Matthew fourteen twenty two, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was alone. Mm. And that's so simple. I mean, that was literally like a verse and a half. But recognizing Jesus had run himself ragged, really serving and meeting those needs. And if you want to call them expectations of people serving them and feeding them and teaching them all day. And he might have thought, oh, the disciples need me on this boat. And if he would have thought that, he wouldn't have taken the time to go up on the mountain and pray and be by himself. And he would have just kept pushing. And I think it says a lot about, obviously, Jesus was a mature guy. But just his, like, self-awareness that after a really long day of teaching and working miracles and rubbing elbows and chatting with people, that he needed some time. And I think him acknowledging that for himself and saying, disciples, y'all row on out there. I'm going to go up here and take a break from y'all. And recharge, I think that speaks volumes to how we should behave whenever we have a really hard week or rough weekend and people might expect us to do one thing, but when it comes down to taking care of ourselves, like we have to take the initiative. 
to say, actually, I need some time alone. And as much as I'd love to go get dinner, no, I'm going to go home and take a nap. Yeah. And I think, you know, it is very difficult to do, especially in the Vestavia bubble in our 2021 culture, just to say no, and you have that FOMO, but sometimes you got to do it, and it's the best thing for you to do. So, Kinsey, what do you think about the fact that when we were, when when COVID hit, a lot of us were able to kind of take that, mm-hmm. you know, inward look, and we were kind of forced to take a Sabbath, yeah, right? We were yeah. kind of forced to slow down, to not do anything. And you heard all these reports about families for the first time in, in so long were able to have a meal at the dinner table. And we they were able to go on walks outside. And mm-hmm. it just seemed, in some ways, almost like a different world. Like it, yeah. everything just kind of got back to Mayberry. Almost. I was about to say, it's a very like Andy Griffith-esque little time frame there. Right. So we we kind of slowed down. We were forced to slow down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but now as things are ramping back up, what is something that we need to kind of remember as things are opening back up and people are getting more comfortable? Like, how, what are the lessons that we can take from that and still get back to, quote, mm-hmm. a normal lifestyle? Yeah. Oh, that's good. And I think it's different for everybody because I'm an introvert. I require a lot more recharging than probably you do as an extroverted guy. Um, But I think, you know, we heard a lot of feedback even from our students of like, I really realized during this time how much I missed church and how much I missed being with people. And I think what the COVID shutdown allowed us to do was take inventory and realize what's important. And it is family, and it's friends, and it's church, and it's taking care of yourself. And I think a lot of times that those priorities get clouded whenever we have grades coming in and tournaments on the weekend and small group meeting right after a long night of homework. And it just sometimes gets really hard. And so I think as we start back opening up everything, we start filling up our calendars again. We have to remember the place where we were this time last year and how important it is to take a stop. Because if you don't stop, you don't realize what's around you. You don't take in and appreciate everything in that one moment because you're constantly looking ahead to the next one or looking back regretting that you didn't get to do all these things last weekend or last night. And so I think the COVID pandemic has allowed us to look in the moment and say, okay, what can I do in this moment to appreciate what's around me, not to rush it, just to be here and be where my feet are and yeah. see what's going on. And I think if we can just take that mindset, we don't have to erase everything on our calendar. We don't have to say no to everybody. But I think if we get to a place where we're not fully enjoying everything that we're choosing to do, then it has to be where we step back and say, let me reevaluate. What can I cut out to enjoy the things that I'm doing more and really appreciate the fullness of this one moment? Yeah, I agree. because. I think it would be, it's, it's sometimes better to be more intentional mm-hmm. and focus on a few things than oh, to yeah. only give your 20% to right. t- 20 things yeah. than to be able to give 100% to three things. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if your, your goal is productivity and being effective and meeting expectations, you have to take care of your energy resources like that. And you have yeah. to say, like, oh, I love cheerleading, 
And so I'm not going to drain myself doing chess club and band and all these art projects and picking up trash down the road. Like, I really need to focus my time on cheer. Maybe that was a terrible example. But you have to kind of, I don't know, not compartmentalize, but recognize what your body, what your mind needs to healthily get you through when there's a thousand expectations that are going to be placed on you. But you ultimately get to choose who and what you like go for and what you spend your time on and I think even that is freeing to recognize you do have a choice yeah and you always have a choice of yes or no and how are you going to wield that to get the most progress in your person yeah I think the coolest thing as we probably are starting to wrap up is that whatever we do choose God is going to use us in those activities Mm -hmm. if we allow him to yeah and so allowing God to use us Mm -hmm. in the cheerleading or the chess club or whatever it is, but then allowing us to be able to rest so that God can use us effectively. Yeah. I mean, because just think about it. If you're so exhausted from cheer and you go to your chess tournament and there's a person beside you that you could be really kind to and really bubbly to, but you're so exhausted from everything, you might miss an opportunity to witness somebody. You definitely miss an opportunity to love on them. Yeah. And so I think making sure that you're in a place where you can engage the moment and the people to its fullest, like, that's huge. And it's hard <laughs> to figure out that balance. Um, but I think if our students can start figuring out the power of the no now, early on, it's going to make their college and adulthood life a lot better. I know there's a lot of people who are more than happy to talk through this with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Miss Anna being one of them, yeah. um, us, and just a lot of people who are willing to talk through it. And trust me, we don't get it right either. I take on too much. No, and it weighs on you. It does. Like if you don't set your, you know, health as a priority and you just keep stacking stuff on you, you just get so weighed down that nothing's enjoyable. Yeah. And that's no way to be. So, I mean, whatever you can lighten the load and still do it you enjoy doing and what you feel like God's called you to do and how you can love others the best. I think that's a step we should all take. Absolutely. Love it, Kenzie. Well, y'all, I hope if you enjoyed this as Kenzie called it, the power of, of the no. I think that's amazing. And we've all can learn that. Um, so if y'all have any questions, comments, suggestions for another topic, let us know. Um, we will be here next week with another topic. And if you want to be interviewed or talk on the podcast, let us know that as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have the power of the yes. Right. There we go. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. See ya. Bye, guys.